Welcome to Eat This Bread, Drink This Cup. The title of the meditation today is Our Hero. I read from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 24, and chapter 5, verses 1 through 2. All quotations are from the English Standard Version and are used with permission. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off the old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love, as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Who are your heroes? That would be a person you admire or idealize for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. I searched the internet to see what persons are on 21st century hero list. The results were surprising, and as you can imagine, there is a great deal of variability. Why is that? Because heroes are personal. Further, your heroes are likely to change over time. They change, and so do you. From my perspective, becoming a Christian is the most dramatic change in life I can imagine. The change is from the old self to the new self. The old self belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. The new self has been created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. When the Apostle Paul is discussing this change, he anticipates likely questions of the Ephesian Christians. The passage of Scripture I read today is followed by two paragraphs in the text, each introduced by the word, therefore. You know something important to the author is being said when it starts with, therefore. The first, therefore, is followed by a description of how to behave now that they have become Christians, like, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 19. 
What follows the second, therefore, is big, really big. He advises them in all situations in their new life, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Yes, this is definitely going to be a new life, a result of a radical new way of thinking that comes from a renewal in the spirit of your mind. I am overwhelmed when I read this passage, as I am sure the Ephesian Christians were. When a presentation includes a long list of facts, it is difficult to remember them all. One is likely to recall the first and last fact presented, but especially the last one. The Apostle Paul's last fact was this, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. There it is. Walk in love. Remember Jesus and be like him, who put no boundary on what it means to love, including offering himself up for us. I believe this is why we have the Lord's Supper. Of all the words that he spoke and all the things he did, dying on the cross for you, me, all of us, was most important. Not only did he save us, but showed us how we should live. He wanted to help us remember it. When it comes to heroes, Jesus is our hero. He is timeless and unchangeable. Let us pray. Abba, Father, today we bless and set aside this bread and the fruit of the vine in this cup to remember your Son, Jesus. We know that the bread represents his body that was nailed to the cross, and the fruit of the vine represents his blood that he shed for us. As we pour out the wine from the cup, we are reminded of how Jesus poured out his own blood that our sins might be forgiven. Thank you, Abba, Father, for your Son, Jesus. Not only did he die for our sins, but he left an example for us on how to live. Help us each day, Abba Father, to put on the new man, being renewed daily in the spirit of our minds, and to walk in love, just as your Son Jesus did. As we partake of the bread and drink from the cup, we do remember your Son Jesus. Oh, how he loved us. Oh, how we love him. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Today, Jesus invites you to partake of the Lord's Supper. I read from Matthew chapter 26, verses 26 through 28. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Let us partake of the bread. Then he took the cup and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, 
which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Let us partake of the cup of blessing. And the assembly of believers said, Amen. Until next time, from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Peace.